0: We'll be in First Kings chapter 20 this morning. I've been wanting to do this devotional for a long time, but I just just been sitting on the back burner. It really hasn't really hasn't uh, haven't filled the pool to do this devotional until the other day. But First Kings chapter 20 and verse 28. It says, Then the man of God approached and said to the king of Israel, This is what the Lord says. Because the Arameans have said, The Lord is a God of the mountains and not a God of the valleys. I will hand over all this whole huge army to you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I guess for a little bit of context here, the uh, Israelites were fighting this war, and there was a point where they were fighting on a hilltop or on the mountains. And this gigantic army was supernaturally defeated by the Israelites. And the Israelites, or, or these Armenians, said earlier on, you can read it in the chapter, said that he must be a god of the mountains. Let's go down and fight him in the plain. And God promised that he would hand over this huge army yet again, supernaturally. And when it happened, it was, some, it was something like out of a movie. It, was, it, was, it probably looked around something like I'm not recommending the movie, never mind, I'm not even going to say it, but some of these war movies where just a handful of people defeat masses, masses of human beings. 100,000 foot soldiers in one day and then they turned and fled, and another couple tens of thousands of them were destroyed by a wall falling off. It was ridiculous to a normal human looking and seeing or hearing about this. But I want you to notice why God did this. And you could ask the question, why God allows certain victories in my life? And why would he do it? Do you think that God did this to reform Ahab? Ahab being a promoter of idolatry amongst the children of God's chosen people. Do you think that, and if you keep reading on, you'll see that Ahab certainly was not reformed from his idolatry. Do you think that maybe he did it to affirm Israel, his chosen people, his elect, those who continuously being unfaithful to the king of kings, Lord of Lords, creator of all mankind, like a father. Putting God in this light, like a father, protecting the honor of a child who faithfully fails. I would say that the latter part of this verse probably gives us the best and clearest answer as to why God did what He did. And why He continues to do what He's done. It says I will hand over all this whole huge army to you then you will know that I am God. That I am the Lord. They will know that He is the God of the hills and He is the God of the valleys. They will know His name. He was Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Nissi. Isaiah chapter 48. Let's go over and read <clears> this. <throat> Just in case you ever do wonder why God may do what He does. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 9. I will delay my anger for the sake of my name. And I will restrain myself for your benefit and for my praise so that you will not be destroyed. Look, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction, I will act for mine own sake, indeed my own, for how can I be defied? I will not give my glory to another. Listen to me, Jacob, and Israel, the one called by me. I am he. I am the first, and I am also the last. My own hand founded the earth, and my right hand spread out the heavens. They stood up when I summoned them, and they stood up together. All of you assemble and listen. Who among the idols has declared these things? The Lord loves him. He will accomplish his will against Babylon and his arm will be against the Chaldeans. I have spoken. Yes, I have called him. I have brought him and he will succeed in his mission. Approach me and listen to this. From the beginning, I have not spoken in secret. From the time anything existed, I was there. And now the Lord God has sent me and his spirit. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel says. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you for your benefit, who leads you in the way you should go. If only you had paid attention to my commands, then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would have been as countless as the sand and the offspring of your body like its grains. Their name Would not be cut off or eliminated from my presence leave babylon flee from the chaldeans declare with a shout of joy proclaim this let it go out to the end of the earth announce the lord has redeemed his servant jacob and they did not thirst when he led them through the deserts he made water flow from the rock for them he split the rock and water gushed out there is no peace for the wicked says the lord so if you ever wonder, and I'm, I'm gonna try to draw this into where we're at this morning. We are at Mount Zion Baptist Church. We've come here in the capacity of a church. And I want to ask you your reason as to why you're here. The, the people who followed God as the Israelites in that day followed him when it was convenient for them. Right? They they loved his precepts and his commands and his prophets when it was convenient for them. But not always did they remember that he was the God of the hills and the valleys. He was always God. I want to ask you what you are doing here. Did you come here because maybe you were seeking for a blessing? you come here because maybe you're seeking healing or comfort? The first desire of our heart when we come to church should not be to be blessed it should not be for healing or for comfort alone we come here for one purpose we have been called to one purpose and that is to satisfy God's pleasure and his pleasure is for himself to be honored glorified and lifted up Now, I'm not saying that we don't come here for healing and it doesn't happen, comfort and peace and all those things. But when we come here in one accord to do what we have been commanded to do, to bring him honor, bring him glory, him who sits on the throne, him who is worthy of all of our honor, all of the glory and all of the praise, when that is accomplished, when we have come here, come here together in unity to bring him honor and glory and praise to worship him in spirit, and in truth. When that's accomplished, peace, comfort, healing, and holiness and blessing flow out like a well. And we, the fallen children, just like Israel, get to bask in His glorious presence. And we get to experience the God of the hills and the God of the valleys. Scotty, will you pray for us? Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you, God, for just uh, who you are, for what you've done for us. Thank you for your grace.